Ladies and gentlemen, your finest tonight in the red corner weighing in at six foot four, 110 kgs. He reigns from Birkenhead, North Shore. Please welcome Presto. And in the blue corner, weighing just a measly 57.5 kgs, he stands at five foot nothing, all the way from a small town, Coromandel called Fungamata. Please give it up for your host, Bretzky. GP2, mm. up here in Stanmore Bay. Mm. And can I just say, I love how you've put on the diffuser for me. Yeah, bro. Um, some might have seen it on the old Instagram story, but mm. um, this thing's, what, what flavor have we gone for? Peppermint? Yeah, we've got a peppermint diffuser. What's the going? point of a diffuser? I don't actually know. <laughs> diffuser things? I think, it, I think it calms you down. Well, And it's got cool colors. So are we gonna? You, you, we've got a diffuser and clean skin red Shiraz. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna? Co- are we gonna? And coconut chocolate. Are we gonna lose you by an hour? No, no, <laughs> surely not. Yeah. Um. How come, bro? Just a quick question. How mm. come you can't socialize when you're hungry? Oh, bro. I don't know. Hardworking Martin needs fuel. <laughs> <laughs> you're a shocker. I'm I've a been. Shocker, I've eh? been in places with you when you're hungry. It's, it's like. It's like I've done something to I annoy so. you. It's not that I get. I don't think I get too hangry, do I? Or maybe I do. You definitely get hangry, bro. Yeah, but I just I, go quiet. I'm right? gonna take I'm gonna take everyone to Melbourne, and we're in Melbourne. We, where did we decide to walk to? Um, Fitzroy or something? Oh, it was some amazing, um, really cool place, eh? suburb. But there was this amazing bakery that we'd heard about, mm, right? Mm. And we walk, and it turned out to be a loon croissant. Loon croissant, yeah. So, there's what a, a memory. Bike. Yeah, they're um they're hopping on board, but <laughs> we we went there, and it was a 45 minute walk, eh? Oh, bro, don't under-exaggerate. <laughs> Mate, it was an hour and a half with no brekkie on an empty tummy, mate. Wait, by the Get up of- and go for an hour and a half walk on no tummy and then come talk to me. <laughs> Anyone listening and you want to judge right now, you get up tomorrow morning, you go for an hour and a half walk on an empty tummy, no coffee, nothing, after a three and a half hour flight from New Zealand <laughs> the night before. Let me tell you, this is this is what it felt like. You know when you're in a room with someone who's just cracked an incredibly awkward joke that no one laughs at, <laughs> and you feel sorry for them. Uh, That's what it was like, bro. Mm, mm, mm. But um, yeah, nah. <clears throat> so I'm glad you're fed, mate. We had a really nice curry. Yeah, beautiful curry. Shout out to the Curry Hut, Stanmore Bay. Mm. Um, we had great. two curries, a naan, samosas mm. for forty bucks. Yeah, pretty awesome food. Value for money. Value for money. Mm. I tell you, I'm glad they included rice. Some yeah. places don't, eh? Yeah. Yeah, these places are getting a little bit prissy, eh? a little bit upmarket. Well, they'll bit. give you rice, but mm. it'll be like, here's a handful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not playing Survivor. Yeah, like, yeah. Gee. Yeah, I haven't gone keto. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, but, um, you know. How are you, man? How, how's your week been? I, I heard you were down in, uh, in Raglan. I was. That's what's hot off the potty for yeah, me. It's a beautiful place, eh? Because, bro, so I, first week of school holidays, uh, I went and I was uh, helping out at a, at a youth camp down there. So your job is to look after kids. And on your holiday, the first thing you think of is, I want to look after more kids. Well, it, no, it wasn't the first You're thing. You're passionate. 
We'll give you that. <laughs> You're making a difference. Bro, it's beautiful. Raglan's beautiful. And so Camp Raglan is situated on this huge hillside. Um, and it's a pretty crazy story how they got the camp, but it's basically oh, be multi-million dollars worth of property yeah, overlooking hard, the hard. beach. That view, eh? Oh, unbeatable, mate. And Didn't it used to be like a nursing facility or something? I don't know. But hmm. it was um, it was really cool. Spent a few days down there. And this camp was awesome. Like, they was doing paintball. They were doing, um, like, all sorts of activities. They had this game. And it's called Storm the Heights. But think of all the camps you've ever been on. Especially this camp was for kind of year 8 to year 12. So kind of like 12-year-olds to 17-year-olds, right? Still school age. That's a big gap. Tell me another camp where you can take all the boys down to the beach in the pitch black, only lit by the moonlight at 10 p.m. to play a game called Storm the Heights. Well, that's just called irresponsible. <laughs> Who was but, in charge? Well, I, was actually, I actually stood there thinking, who's done the Rams forms for this? Cause <laughs> this is what happened. I played it last time I went to. And because I played it last time, I didn't play it this time because I knew what I was in for. Mm, mm. These kids are given um, string around their wrist, mm-hmm. two teams, and their string is their life. There's one shield. Each team has like a shield, like a sled kind of thing, like a like a shield, you know, like flag, like kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And they're about a hundred meters apart, pitch black. You can only kind of see by the moonlight. And then it's whistle goes, mm. full contact, try and get the the shield. Full contact. Full contact. Tackle, um, wrestling. Girls shoulder guys? charges. Nah, the girls go on a different night to the guys. So the okay, girls play okay. and the guys play okay. different nights, but. Oh, we, we had blood noses. We had a popped out shoulder almost. Oh, bro, that's gnarly. We, it's gnarly, man. Bruises. Yeah. What a game. I would, and lo- I would I, love that game. I played it last time. And I, I remember when it's pitch black, you can't see people coming. Mm. So you're kind of like trying to scope out. And then from the side of the dunes, hoots, you know, mm. you're winded. <laughs> mm. And um, yeah, they, man, these kids are gnarly. But they love it. They're like, can oh, we play bro. more? And it's the black sand too. So it sticks. Bro. Sticks just kind of. Did you ever play Bombardment in PE? Nah. Oh, similar game. Similar game. Yeah. It's like um, dodgeball on crack. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, those were the best games, eh? Hey, the, the the rough ones. Presta, can I ask you to um, lower your just your mic just a tiny bit? What's that? I can't see you, mate. I'm talking to your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, they give me plenty to talk to. But uh, bro, just lo- just click that little click there. Yeah. No, 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 over there on the... This yeah. is live, folks. Yeah. This is live radio. No, 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 no. Yeah. Nah, down. Yeah, yeah, click that. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Hold on, I'm going to leave my seat. No, no, I gotcha. Oh, my goodness. I, oh, we do. oh, I can <laughs> oh, see you, bro. Eyes. Hey, bro. Hey. <laughs> I don't know your green eyes. Oh, wait. Are they green? Greeny blue. Greeny blue. Yeah, that's what's hot for me. Um, the, the one thing, though, bro, there was this kid there. Mm. Um, and obviously, for you know, privacy's sake and all that, I'm not gonna. You mm. can't name away. his name. His name but, was Kevin. But, yeah. <laughs> his name definitely wasn't Kevin. <laughs> but get this, bro! Unbelievable, 14 year old. Mm. He draws maps. Hang on. He draws maps, and any country you name, he'll tell you where it is, what borders it, on all four sides. Unbelievable! What ocean well, is on? He, can he freehand draw it? Yeah, but but also remember it. So I'll be like, I'll quiz them like for three days. Every time I saw him, be like, mm. hey, bro, so where's uh, where's Luxembourg? And he'd be like, well, <laughs> Luxembourg is bordered next to blah, blah, blah in oh, Europe. Wow. On, the, on the north uh, border, we've got blah, blah, blah. On the west border, we've got, I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, what about, um, what did I say? Where's <laughs> uh, Turkmenistan or something? Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, so that's in Southeast Asia. 
unbelievable, bro. Hey, there's one in every classroom, eh? This guy. If you ever hear Shout about out to this, Kevin. if you ever hear about this guy on the news, or <laughs> bro, who was someone in your class at high school that you thought was going to be like the next prime minister or the huge CEO of some big company? Does yourself count? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Captain of the fun with our first five. Hey, we've got proof tonight, haven't we? <laughs> um, to be honest, nah. Like there wasn't anyone in my school that I thought. I thought some people might make it in sport. Mm. Um, but nah. You? Mm. Nah, no one. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, crack up! Big in college, represent. Boosie. But yeah, man. So I've been in camp down in Camp Raglan, and then I drove up to Fungamata. Spent a couple of days with the fam. Nice. Did you catch up with Brian? Brian, you remembered? Yep. My, my dad was a bit unhappy that you thought his name was Phil. <laughs> Brian, Francis. Or Barry. Oh. You even slipped in Barry. <laughs> I, um, but bro, how's this for a stitch up? So obviously my mum my and dad don't drink cereal, bro. They don't drink cereal? I mean, eat cereal. Oh, yeah. Because I go home and then the next morning, you know what it's like, bro, you're at home, mm. you're going straight to the cupboard. Mm. And um, I saw rice bubbles. Mm-hmm. So I started, you know what rice bubbles, you know, like the Coke Rice pops, you know, mm-hmm. started eating them until one of my cocoa pops started moving. I mean, my rice bubbles started moving. No. Weevils. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. And bro, my mum goes, oh, yeah, they're two years old. After oh, eating the whole bubble. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and bro, bro, so tell me the problem with a weevil and the appearance of a, of a rice bubble. Oh my gosh. I don't even know what a weevil is. <laughs> don't you? No. Is oh. it like a maggot? Yeah. Oh <laughs> my gosh. You ate maggots. Yeah, bro. Oh my goodness. Disgusting. Did you go straight to A&E? Knowing you, eh? Did you call, <laughs> did you call Healthline? <laughs> kill, kill, kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kill, kill, kill. Nah, mate. I was not keen for another. Just a case of the weevils. Yeah. Kill, kill, kill. I did do a lot of Googling though to figure <laughs> out if I was going to be okay. Yeah. But you'd think, hey, like, mum, I know you listen to these, so... And you've been wanting a shout out. So shout here's out. your shout out. Go and get some bloody cereal. Gee. Maybe she likes eggs for breakfast. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Maybe. I'm a, I'm an eggs guy. Have you ever have you ever eaten something that's like expired by like years? Yeah, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Oh, actually, one time. So one time I came home and uh, Mihi, my wife, had like, <laughs> this is a rare occasion, had cooked dinner. And she had made this like chicken kind of stir fry thing, right? And anyway, it wasn't really fitting on my plate very well. So I just chucked it in a bowl mm-hmm. and started eating it from the bowl. And then Mihi was like, oh, which bowl did you use? <laughs> and I was like, um, this one. She's like, did you wash that? I was like, no. She's like, oh my gosh, that's where I had all the raw chicken. <gasps> oh, no way. I know, bro. I felt sick straight away, like in thought. Yeah. But my stomach was But fine. your mind does that to you. Like, mm. if you think you're so pain, there's pain, then mm. there will be, right? Mm. Um, yeah, it's funny, eh? I was sweet, though, bro. Yeah, it's because yeah. you got a stomach of steel, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable gut. Unbelievable gut, hell. Um, yeah, man. What about you? What's hot off the potty? What have you been up to? Not much, bro. Um, what can I say? Nesting? <laughs> You're gonna give us another baby story. Just get, oh, getting a bit over those. Uh, hey, mate. This is what this is what our life's about here in the late twenties. <laughs> Hold on. I'm just gonna look out for podcast names that are taken that has the word baby. In it. <laughs> Might need. Now you know what I've noticed, bro. Is like people in my class, yeah, in high school, they're all turning thirty now. So I was one of the youngest in my year group. So I'm still twenty nine. I'm still on the 
and the like. I'm still on the good side of it. So you think it's all downhill from 30? (laughs) No, to be honest, deep down, I think the 30s are going to be like some of the best years of your life. You think about it, bro. 30's still young. Bro, so young. Yeah. So young. It's funny, like coming from rugby, eh? Being 28, 29, you feel like the old guy or one of the old guys in the room. And then you come into like a career or the real world and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just getting started. (laughs) But yeah. But yeah, nah, so... um. People in my in my like friend group or in my year group at school are turning thirty, which is quite a bit of a buzzy feeling. But you'd never miss a friend's thirtieth, eh? Oh, never, never. Except it happened once. Yeah, <laughs> same here. Yeah, uh, did you? Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what happened? Fortunately, um, just miss comms, mate. Miss comms. Yeah, bro. This is what happens, eh? Like, I was yelling with my sister the other day, and she was like, "Everyone's got their head in the sand." Yeah, You know, at this kind of time in your life, from 25 to 35, I'm guessing, because I don't really know, but you've got your head in your sand, you're stuck into your career, you're stuck into your family, whatever, and we get too busy, mm. and we miss key things, you know, and when you finally get your head out of the sand at 50, 60, what do, what do 50, 60 year olds do? They just catch up. They hang out all the time. <laughs> oh, and just on that note of 50, 60 year olds catching up. I did go to a quiz night with my parents in Whangamata with their other, you know, 50, 60-year-old mates. Oh, nice. We came second at the quiz night. Are you proud of that? By half a point. Oh. Winning team was 63 and a half. We were 63. Now, that needs a recount, right? <laughs> 60, how do you get half a point in a quiz? That's what oh, I, I don't know. know. Like, if the answer was King Kong and you wrote Ding Kong. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, stupid, eh? That's Whangamata yeah. for you, mate. Yeah. Anyway, breaking news. <laughs> tractors, well, sorry, farmers in their tractors have taken to the streets in protest. Let's go live to Bradley Oggy's on the scene. Yeah, Presto, thanks for that update, mate. Uh, we've got a, a few tractors coming down the, uh, the Southern Motorway. I think I passed <laughs> about 30 today on the way up to Auckland. And uh, let's just say traffic was at a crawl, mate. Oh, right, shout out to the farmers, eh? Because they're like, you know what? We're going to protest, but we're going to let you know that we're coming. So organize a police escort. Hey, yeah, they didn't need to let them know, bro. They would have seen, they would have seen them coming and still had hours yeah, to prepare for yeah. it. <laughs> they saw them coming yesterday. <laughs> oh, wait, but like, I'll tell you what, because this will be released maybe three or four days after that's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, a whole lot of the farmers coming into the to the city to protest, kind of what it was costs rising costs of being a farmer essentially, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the government, this isn't a political podcast. This is mm-hmm. just the facts. Mm-hmm. The government, I guess, making it a little bit trickier to do that essential work, Presto. Well, farming's hard, bro. It's tough, you know. You done it? And, uh, yeah. What? You know, yeah. I used to go down to the farm every holidays as a kid. You did? Yeah. Whose farm? My uncle. Oh, your Australian uncle? Uncle Chris. Yeah. No, nah, he's not Australian. It's Kiwi has. Oh. But um, look, you know, I don't want to talk like I know it all, but once you've done a few fucking summers on the farm, mate. Have you ever milked you know? a cow? Yeah, of course. Did you like? Mm. You know, it's pretty busy. Oh, you know what? Towny hands just don't have it, eh? Yeah. Like my, my like, at the time, I was probably like 14. My like eight-year-old uh, cousin would just like rip into that, into that teat. <laughs> <laughs> and up comes the milk. I'm there squeezing as hard as I can. I can't get anything. All right, here's a question, bro. Mm. Who looked at a cow and went, I'm going to milk that. I'm going to drink that. <laughs> like, there's so many things like that. Eh? Like, wait, bro, who, who made the first cake? Bro, that's buzzy, eh? Oi, who, who looked who? at flour, eggs, and milk and went, you know what? I'm going to make a cake. 
who looked at a horse and thought, I'm going to straddle that <laughs> yeah, and true. ride it from point A to point well, B? Well, that actually makes sense to me because it's like that thing's a whole lot faster than I am. You know what I mean? Like you would have figured especially, that out pretty Especially quickly. these days. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's a few things like that. Who Who thought, you know what? I'm going to fly a kite for entertainment. Mm. Mm. There's a lot there. What send about in, the guys? Send, send in uh, to the podcast NZ. <laughs> What's my email address? <laughs> yeah. Podcast.gmail.com. We want to yeah. know. Yeah. What are some buzz? <laughs> We're asking all those listening live. Call us now on 0800. We don't have a number yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Presto, on the, on the farmer's thing. Mm. Um, I was... Do you think because we're such a big export of dairy, mm. um, and because I guess farming does what a bit of damage to the climate, right, to the environment? Yeah. So is that kind of where these sanctions are coming from? Yeah, but at the same time, I understand both sides. You know, look, we're all looking for like a cleaner, greener New Zealand. Cracking down on the farmers first and foremost is that the quickest way to get to a greener New Zealand? I don't know. That's a debate for another day. But I feel the farmer's pain because all of a sudden, you just imagine, like, you're running a business, right? Mm. And then I tell you, oh, yeah, by the way, now you've got to run the same business with the same costs, but half as much incoming. Yeah. Or half as much stock. Yeah. Right? And that's tough for any business. No business could survive that. So this is what these guys are doing. And farmers are some of the hardest workers in the country, let's be honest. Yeah. These guys are up 5 a.m. They knock off Do you think they milked the cows this morning before they came and protested? Bro, let me tell you something. The farm doesn't run itself. <laughs> That's one thing I do know. The farm don't run itself, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a good friend that went into farming and um, he's passionate about it, eh? I think that there's a misconception that to be, to be a farmer, you've either, got a, you get, you've either got to grow up on one and kind mm. of get it inherited or you have no other option, so go and farm, mm. which is not true. It's a very prestigious industry. Oh, I've got a question for you, bro. I heard this. This is, um, you know. Um, Hot take. Yeah, well, let's just say it's um, second-hand material. Okay. <laughs> All right, if you could um, eliminate COVID from the planet, from the entire globe, but you have to eliminate one city to do so, which city would it be and why Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Bro, that's that's sad, bro. <laughs> Hamilton. Well, we've just lost our two Hamiltonian viewers. Let's be honest, mate. No one was listening down there. Hey, bro. That's just <laughs> that's because that's because the Wi-Fi is only on for now. I've had a look at the stats. We've got five listeners in Auckland and two in Fungamata. Hey, shout hey. out to what was the name? Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Hey, there's a reason they put a motorway around Huntley. All right. <laughs> hey, do you want to know the stats, bro? Yeah, hit us up. This is li- this have we got have we got any listeners out there? This is live stats, Presto. I'll be honest with you, I can't believe we're still going. Yeah, I know. Four, Four episodes. episodes in? Well, we did bill it as a three episode mini series. Mm. Mm. Uh still waiting for those sponsors to come on board, which we have now while I find the stats. Do you want to um, just give it up for our yeah, sponsors? Just name the sponsors. Obviously, shout out to our number one sponsor and been with us since day one, Clean Skin. If you don't know, now you know. Go to your local New World and buy one for seven dollars a bottle. Clean skin. Uh, they do a range of different wines. But uh, the Shiraz is my personal favorite. Um, shout out to Twining's Tea, always giving us a clean, kosher amount of caffeine. <laughs> and of course, Bunnings Warehouse. Bunnings Warehouse, just Absolutely. hopped on board, haven't they? Bunnings Warehouse and the sausages they provide for the charitable trusts. <laughs> Bro, d- there's no way we can travel for that, eh? <laughs> just get a phone By the way, none of those people sponsor us. <laughs> 
But if they did um, make an offer, we'd consider it. Okay. This is live stats for mm. you. Now, oh, maybe we shouldn't continue. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, all up, we've had 110 listens. Oh, that's unbelievable. Oh, is that across three episodes? Yep. Okay, that's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. 110. <laughs> 10 of those were me. <laughs> 110. Oh, oh, no. oh, get the word out, guys. Come on, guys. Oh, oh my gosh. And apparently our estimated audience size, that means people that listen to every episode, the whole episode, 42 people. Oh, that's not bad. I'm actually, I'm actually quite happy with that. Yeah. Oh, wait, 42, bro. Hey? 42 people. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So don't you have, what, 41 cousins? Or? Oh, yeah, that's incredible. All we need to do, double that this week, it's 84. <laughs> Double that next week. Well, we're, 168. That's well. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's why we're looking for our marketing strat- strategist to yeah. come and help double our business. Yeah, actually, we're still looking for you if you're out there. Um, send in your CV to hot off the potty at gmail gmail dot nz. The less likely and less commonly used dot <laughs> 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 nz. Okay, so. Talking of fans and listeners, mm. we took a bit of a punt this week, didn't we? Yeah. We took a bit of a risk. Mm. Well, you and, did. Well, I did. Yeah. But but you and me are, are yeah, one. but you didn't even ask me about it first. Yeah, that's I thought cause... it was a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. You, this is why. You haven't been resharing anything. No, off you go. You just run the cutter. So, we put a thing out on Instagram, uh, which was, what did I say, Presto? Questions or suggestions for oh, yeah. what to talk about or questions to ask us and Mate, we had loads. Of, we had loads. All forty-two of you. <laughs> nah, <laughs> shout well, out. There was over. A, yeah, there's a bit. So I thought maybe we could go through a couple. Yeah, hit me. Uh, we won't say who it's from. Okay. Okay, because all of the questions are from one person. Probably. So. <laughs> um, here, bro. There's a few here. Here's one. Most annoying moments between you and Presto. Oh my gosh! The time that you wouldn't take the um, recycling bin up the driveway. <laughs> Bro, I reckon, well, I'll be honest with you. What happened I, I, there? And you know, I've told you this to your face. You've got no backbone. And you know this. You know, well, people don't fun. know that story, mate. <laughs> well, bro, like when you when you can't take the recycling bin up the driveway, you know? And I know I know that it was slightly discomfortable. <coughs> discomfortable? Yeah. Uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> discomfortable. You know, but you just come back down the driveway. Guys, I've got one kidney. I can't do it. <laughs> it's, bro. You've got no backbone, bro. Mm. That's yeah. That's that's probably the one of the most, most annoying. annoying. My most annoying moment. I think I touched on it in the last episode briefly. Mm. But when you come home with a really serious, actually, no, I'm gonna give you another one. So I woke up one night, middle of the night. This is actually when we weren't living together, mm. and I had intense chest pains, mm. like really bad, and I couldn't like even like bad. Did chest you call Healthline. So no, I called Presto <laughs> at four a.m. Hey Presto, it's like hey bro. Like, bro, I've got real sharp chest pains, eh? And you were like, oh, is it like continuous? Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. What do you, do you think I should go to the doctor? And you were like, intense chest pains that are continuing. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I was like, okay, sweet, bro. Um, Yeah, well, maybe I should go down then, eh? And you were like, yeah, you should go down. I was like, yeah, well, maybe, I, yeah, I'm going to have to get there somehow. Presto. Well, you're going to drive, eh? You're all good. <laughs> So I drive down to the bloody doctors, hunched over, um, 
and drove myself with chest pains. And bro, there was there was there was a bit of an irregular something going on then. But how's that from your best mate? Mm. Yeah, mate, you're alright, eh? But friendly and informational. <laughs> and that's what you want. And some encouragement. And you know what I really wanted out of that um for you, my bro? I wanted to empower you. You wanted what? Empower you. <laughs> to to drive with chest pains yeah. to the doctor. <laughs> it's funny. Nah, eh? I probably dropped the ball on that one. I'm sorry about that, bro. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Do you have friends that piss you off? Yeah, all my friends piss me off. <laughs> bro, you know what really pisses me off? And it's not one like one individual person. It's just like all my friends at the moment. And it's not actually like my friends. It's like this time that we are at in our life. We don't see enough, enough of each other, bro. You know, yeah. we don't make enough time for each other. You know, and I think it's like a late 20s thing. Late 20s, early 30s. But, yeah. That's interesting. It really annoys me, you know? Because at the end of the day, what really matters, bro? Family, friends, and... Madden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, next question. Yeah, that's a... You're going to have to unpack that one off here, mate. You're right. Are you okay, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Just going to touch on that. Like, I think a lot of people that listen would agree that you just... You get busy, bro. But, you get too busy, but eh? And the reality is, it's only going to get busier. Yeah, but it's an Auckland, I think it's an Auckland thing as well. Like, we live in a big, wide city, which makes it really hard because, like, like for tonight, you want to come and catch up with me. You, you, uh, we're in an hour of traffic, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, that makes it tough. It was worth it, though. Like, when we were in Invercargill, we had, like, a few really close friends down there. We'd be like, one text, day, eh? Cards? Yo, see you in five. So, you know we've got we've both got a shared <laughs> we've got a we've both got a shared friend Cordell, aka Strassy, mm. Strassy B. He's really good at that actually, like intentionally making that time. I remember my twenty first, bro. He's in the middle of like just intense summer season. Mm. Drives down to Fongamata because we were we were you guys were already down there for something, mm. um, and I had come down a day after you guys, um, and he drives down for one night so mm. my twenty first and drives back home again. Mm. Absolute legend. I've always thought this. You know, you have those friends that you'd go to war with. And yeah. everyone has them. Hopefully everyone has them. Because mm. I feel incredibly blessed to have a couple in my life. You're definitely not one of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could be the uh, the field medic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, nah, Strassi's one of those guys. Eh? You just, you'd go to war with him. Bro, you know what I love about Strassi? Is that, yeah, one day, you know, when you really need someone, he'll be that guy. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. You know when next time I get chest pains? I know who I'm calling, but <laughs> Cool, Strauss. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're going to have to get them on, eh? Anyway, let's get another one of these questions, bro. You haven't seen these questions, have you? No. Nah. You, so you don't know what's coming. Hit me. You've got to have these on the quick fire. The quick fire, I know. Oh, this is a good one. Crypto cash. Mm. So just, I guess this person wants us to talk about crypto cash. All I can say is I put in 5K and now it's down to three. <laughs> <laughs> so have you gotten into the old Bitcoin? Yeah, give it a go. Um, chucked it in the in the bottom drawer. Uh, when I first jumped in, like the first week, I made like eight or $900 in a week. I remember and you for gloating me that, about it. For me, that's a lot of money. You're like, bro, V-Chain. V-Chain. Uh, Cardano. But nah, I think it's a real lesson of never invest in something you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know about because can you break down 
crypto because bro i still struggle to understand it so there's this limited amount of digital currency that is out there but they've but it this currency mines itself for more currency no but it's almost like a it's almost a conversation for another day real quickly it's kind of like a currency that is or the the different currencies are separate to the dollars you know the new zealand dollar the yen the u.s dollar and so in a way you could transfer let's just say tomorrow the new zealand dollar crashed where you could quickly transfer your funds into a cryptocurrency which holds its value and then buy back in when the new zealand dollar returns or something like that right Mm. and so that's its value is that it's and as well you can make transactions without any bank international banking fees or anything like that so that's where uh, cryptocurrencies hold their potential and their value because their value at the moment is actually nothing but potential mm. yeah. crazy yeah it's all just about what it could be i heard a story about a guy who because apparently with crypto right you only get four attempts at a password is that right mm. and this guy's on bitcoin and apparently he's worth something like millions or billions of dollars Crazy, but yeah. he's forgotten his password and he's yeah. got one attempt left. Yeah. That sucks. And there's no one you can call. Like, you can't just call up the bro at head office and be like, hey, mate, look, it's Brad here. Yeah, because you know the guy that made Bitcoin? Mm. He's never been like... No I one, thought no one knows who it is. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's total anon- anonymous. He's off the grid. What he if Bitcoin made it... Wait, what if Bitcoin made itself? Oosh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, it's a conversation for another day. We're not really experts on the topic, eh? But nah. well, I'm going to put it in know, the bottom We don't know one thing. We know who we're not taking advice from. <laughs> 5K to 3K. 100%. Um, well, bro, I might save the rest of those questions for another day, mate, because there's so Oosh. many of them. But um, you know what time it is, mate? It's time for What Matters to Bradders. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever do an episode without What Matters to Bradders. Uh, blah, blah, blah. What Matters to Bradders. <laughs> Get it right. Where did the idea come from? Because it was your idea. I don't know. I just think a lot of your thoughts and what you bring to the world, Bradders, are poignant. 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 And important. And they should be heard. Look, I just can I just say, I've listened to a few episodes. I li- Like, I don't normally listen back to episodes we've done. I've listened back to the last three. But I was cracking up re-listening to us. <laughs> but I feel like after this one... <laughs> <laughs> I feel a bit rusty, mate. Do you? Yeah, it's been a week mm. or two. But nah, here's my what matters to Bradders. And now, because we want to keep up with the current affairs, that's one of the feedback we got from our listeners was we needed to be current affairing. Hear me. So, it's a bit controversial. But I am stoked that England lost the Euro. <gasps> no, nah, And oi. here's why. Here's why. I don't understand how every man, Tom and Harry, whatever the you know whatever the phrase is, is going for England to win the final. It's coming home. How can something come home that's never been home? <laughs> and I'll tell you, bro. Like it annoys me how everyone's like England. Like they got to win. They got to win. Da 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 da. It's like when why why does England have to win? Oh, Their yeah. cricket team are full of you know unpleasant people. Mm. No one likes the rugby team. Why do we suddenly like the football team? Mm. And look. Amazing, amazing young group of men, and it is a real shame, you know, with the online abuse that those three boys received. It was, it's that's human nature at its worst, right? Well, mm. one of its worst. After the tournament, they post a thing saying, you know, it's not all about winning; it's about the game and how it united us. And it's like, hang on, 
I was coming home five minutes ago. <laughs> now it doesn't really matter that you lost. It's crazy what happened, eh? I think this is actually part of a deeper issue. Colonisation. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Hold so on, many hold people. On. Have you got a can opener, bro? <laughs> can of worms right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think about it. So many people have a little bit of English in them. <laughs> That's why they I all go for it. England. I don't buy <laughs> it. You've got English in you. Don't care. <laughs> Here's the thing, bro. Like, okay, this might sound awful. Mm. Oh, no. I don't want to lose our English viewers. Ah, fuck it. There's none of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, bro, England, they haven't always been the nicest people. Let's be honest. They're a bunch of pricks. Yeah. And, you know, they went around and colonized and, and did things. And mm. uh, look, look, this is a deeper issue. Absolutely. Mm. So when they lose in sport, when they win in sport, they're not gracious. They're not. Eh? They're not gracious. So why should why should we support a team unless you're from England? I'm not, look, if you're in England, if you live in England and mm. it's your home country, this isn't to you. This mm. doesn't apply to you. This applies to everyone else who suddenly jumped on the England bandwagon. Mm. So remember them in the remember them the Rugby World Cup, bro, and they beat the All Blacks in the semi, and then they were all like, the they band. thought they had it won. Yeah, then South Africa came in. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's an unfair assessment for me? Like, I'm glad that Italy won. And here's the other thing. Other shoe. Italy, bro. Robert Mancini. Legend. Mm. And didn't he have like an assistant coach that survived cancer or something? Mm. Here's the thing, bro. You're you're allowed to support who you want to support. Mm. Don't feel bad about that. If you are, if you don't like the England team and the England fans, that's that's up to you. I One thing I think that has put like a sour taste in everyone's mouth is how some of those English fans reacted to... To the loss. Well, before the loss, hold on. How about the English fans that knew, okay, so they're only going to let in 60,000 people at Wembley, but its capacity is like 80 or something, eh? Mm. It's huge. Oh, yeah, we don't got tickets, so what are we going to do? Storm the gates. Did you, they? Did you see that? Bro, no. there's videos of them like just storming past the security Oosh. to get in. That's gnarly, eh? Wait, that's our generation too, bro. Entitled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't we know. We've got to take ownership for that. <laughs> on behalf of yeah I don't know I just think I guess I wouldn't be so upset if everyone didn't post every five minutes about England and how it's coming home mm. it's kind of just like you know what I think bro oh and here's my other point here's my other point do you know what was happening at the same time mm. CONCACAF Copa America true the African Cup of Nations true Lionel Messi Messi of... winning it for his first title for Argentina yeah that's huge uh, but nah, we just want to worry about the Euros. Why was the Euros? I understand that Europe's got the best football competitions domestically mm. in the world. Mm. But bro, we've got some, we've got, you know, the mm. other continents were playing the same cup the same weekend. How much coverage do they get? Mm. I feel your pain, mate. I feel your pain. Let, let alone, let's bring up women's football. Yeah. What's and going that's on? not getting enough respect. Yeah. And you know exactly what's happening in women's football right now. I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, bro. That's the media for you. Yeah. But this is what I would say. We all need to get along and watch a game. I think we're hosting, aren't we? New Zealand? I don't know. I think, yeah, I think New Zealand and Australia are hosting a woman's I'm not going to be honest with you, bro. This podcast took a hard right turn into the football desk and I wasn't I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I haven't done my homework. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, I'm bro. a rugby player. Hey, Bruce Day. Bruce Day. Yeah. You never do your homework. <laughs> well, that's what matters to me, mate. And I think that's all we've got time for. Fair enough, man. Oi. Bro, thank you so much for coming up. Mo, thanks for having me. We'll see you next week. See you next week, man.